Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And the Foo Fighters are back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. I can hear you, but I can't see you. Because of the fog? The fog. It's bad. Yeah. It's real bad yeah, this be morning. Care- be careful out there. The fog is getting thicker. And Leon is getting larger. larger. Yeah, be careful out there. It's uh, a little soupy, you could say. Yeah. Uh, man, we've got uh, tickets to the Springfield Thunderbirds. Uh, the playoff game uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Sunday? Uh, Sunday. 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 I got to get... Get my my schedule straight. Yeah. We've also got tickets for um, Mayfest tonight and tomorrow at uh, the Student Prince in downtown Springfield. And we're going to explain how you can win tickets to Paul McCartney at Fenway that we're giving away next Friday. We're going to explain how the game's going to work. All right, so there's a lot to uh, to Wait a unpack here today. The guy, uh, the guy from uh, Mad About You. No, no, Paul no. You're thinking, you're thinking of Paul Reiser. Uh, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, the guy who, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna... <laughs> it's 536 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Hi, little Bob here to let you know that Bob's discount now goes further than... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and the doors. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a scorcher for the next couple of days. Uh, sunny and a high of 94 today. And tomorrow, a high of 99. Ugh. It is 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Ricky Gervais says the problem with humor these days is dumb people who don't understand it. On The Late Show with Stephen Colbert Tuesday night, he said, quote, I think people get offended when they mistake the subject of a joke with the actual target, and smart people know you can deal with anything, like irony. Well, maybe what they need is to have somebody to explain all the references and yeah. to explain the punchline. Uh, Barry Krieger always says to me, uh, humor is better left uh, unexplained or something, whatever he says. I don't know. I don't listen to that guy. He's ramble stuff in the background. Is that the guy that used to be the uh, the weather guy at ABC 40? Yes. You're thinking of him. I'm thinking of Paul Sutton. Yes, yes, that's right. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, he said uh, he likes dealing with uh, taboo subjects because it takes the audience to a place it hasn't been before, whether it's famine, AIDS, cancer, or even Adolf Hitler. Quote, humor gets us over bad stuff. That's why I laugh about terrifying bad thing- things. That's why comedians are obsessed with death. It's an inoculation to real things that are going to happen. You know, it's that very quote that I find to be very offensive. And I would like to form some sort of protest. He's got a point. I mean, uh, laughter is the best medicine. I did this a whole uh, uh, whole bit about cancer. Now, one guy laughed. Well, that's because he had cancer. And laughter is the best medicine. Uh... Johnny Depp's former agent testified yesterday that he sabotaged his own career due to drug use and erratic behavior, and Amber Heard's allegations had nothing to do with it. They, they interviewed Ellen Barkin, too. Yes. How's she, she look? Not, uh, she's, uh, she's barking a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> she's, um, you know, she's starting to look more of her age. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's they just, were, you know, it they is what it is. Her and Johnny were like friends with benefits back in the early 90s. You imagine that. Well, she was she was a good-looking woman back in the day. Now, when you say friends with benefits, does that mean that Johnny gets access to her Netflix uh, password word and uh, username? 
No, he gets uh, access to the outhouse, kind of like what Amber Heard did to the yeah, end see, of these, the bed. These are the kind of benefits yeah. I'm not aware of. Um, Adam Sandler gave the commencement speech at NYU's School of the Arts, and he warned parents that showbiz is tough. Quote, I'm trying to talk my kids out of show business, and they uh, they know effing Adam Sandler. So Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is probably why he didn't respond to that lady who was looking for a job. He was busy writing a commencement speech for NYU. He's actually doing her a favor. He is. You don't want to be involved in this. A child actor from Jaws is now a police chief on Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> where the movie was shot. His name is Jonathan Searle, and he and his brother played the two kids who caused a panic with a fake fin. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to need a bigger boat. Is that? Uh, that's kind of weird, huh? Well, I mean, it all comes first, full circle. The universe presents us with opportunities. But can you imagine if that was started to be like a like a shark attack beach? Uh, you know. And it would be his responsibility yeah. to get rid of the shark? Yeah, that would be kind of weird, wouldn't it? MTV plans to reboot Jersey Shore with a new cast, and the originals are not happy about it. They issued a statement saying, quote, We are not in support of a version that would exploit our original show, our hard work, and authenticity <laughs> to gain viewers. God. Well, I mean, you can you can very well imagine how angry the situation would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this his whole career is based upon this very moment, and now they want to do a half-rate version. You know, it's never going to be as good as the first one. <laughs> well, but it, it, it's just a show with a bunch of you oh, know, that is where you are wrong. Trashy it is more people. no trashy. Yes, trashy. Come on. Jersey trashy. Name for me four trashy people on that show. Snooky, the situation, that other guy, and the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I never, that's the only two people I know on the show. I never really watched it. I just remember seeing uh, bits and pieces of it and Snooky being a big pain in the ass. I think you totally misjudged that show. I thought it had a great <laughs> sociological import mm-hmm. and always a great message. Yeah. Uh, the painting used in the opening credits of Good Times and on the cover of the Marvin Gaye album I Want You just sold for $15.3 million. That's a lot of money. Money. The dynamite. 76 more times than it was expected to fetch. Couldn't tell you what that painting looks like. No, I did. You can you describe yeah, the painting? Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was like, a, like a like a like a pool hall or a bar. Ah, and and these you know, elongated. Yeah. It's a beautiful painting. Yeah, it's a really cool painting. Dogs, dogs playing poker, that kind of thing, or not? No, no. come on, we're talking about real art oh, here. Oh, good sorry. times. Okay. Anytime you need a favor. Mm-hmm. Good times. Anytime you need a friend. Good times. Man, we're lucky we got him. <laughs> uh, Doja Cat. You guys know who that is, right? Yep. Yeah, she's a uh, recovery. Show me your Doja Cat tattoo, uh, Dave. Ain't Doja Cat coming to the Big E? Or I no? Think, I think Doja Cat is. No, it's not Doja Cat. It's a. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, yes, I know. That, that one. That's true. Uh, Doja Cat is recovering from a procedure to remove an abscess on her left tonsil. Those cats. Sexy. Yeah, those cats. Those, those vet uh, yeah, the those fur vet balls. clinics. Yeah. That's what it is. She said she might have bad news coming soon, which could involve canceling her appearance as the opening act for the weekend's tour in July. Now, this Doja Cat, is she going to a, like a VCA-approved animal hospital, or what is she doing? She's getting her ringworm, or her uh, heartworm shot. Mm. It's good. Do cats get heartworm? I don't even yeah, know anything no, they about do. it. They do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they get worms. Yeah. She's got a little Soresto collar on her, too, for the ticks. <laughs> Come on, I'm sure she's a nice lady. I'm sure the weekend has to carry her around on a leash. You put that Doja Cat on a leash. <laughs> 
The uh, the Judd's final tour has turned into a star-studded Naomi Judd tribute. Winona announced yesterday that iconic guest performers will help honor her mom at uh, four tour so- four different tour stops. Uh, they include Faith Hill, Little Big Town, Ashley McBride, Trisha Yearwood, and Brandy Carlisle. All the country greats. Can't Yeehaw. wait. Can't wait. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm not a big country guy. Me I neither. like nearly nearly every other form of music. Polkas, mm-hmm. Polkas. Uh, you know, traditional uh, tribal rhythms. But give me uh, country music, I can't stand it. Mm. But I have got great respect for the Judds. Yes. What's wrong with country music? <sighs> Where shall I begin? Uh, I don't like it. Listen, yeah. you wouldn't have had uh, you wouldn't have had rock and roll without country music. No, I like that old uh, rock and roll stuff. I like mm. that old fifty stuff. You I gotta, even like like I even like some of that old country stuff. Yeah, like Merle Haggard. Merle, ha- I'm ta- yeah. you talking like game before that. Oh, know. I don't know nothing before Merle Haggard. Oh, there's a lot well, before jo- Merle Johnny Haggard. Cash. It was to watch uh, Hee Haw every weekend. Oh God, I loved like, Hee Haw. Yeah. I like a good old Glenn Campbell mm. from the Rhinestone Cowboys. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, that was a good one. That too. was great. Mac Davis, baby, <laughs> don't get hooked on me. How about that? There, there you go. Mm-hmm. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh yeah. When it comes to choosing a roofing contractor. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 and the Scorpions. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be a really hot one today. Uh, sunny and a high of, well, now it changed from 94 to 81. What's that all Well, about? it's 94 tomorrow. See, well, they've kind of. But kinda, earlier it was 94, the way it said it on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be freaking hot. Uh, maybe not so much today. Tomorrow, though, 99 for now, high. There's a chance. Now, again, tonight is uh, the first night of Mayfest at the Student Prince. There's a chance tonight that uh, there could be a little bit of rain after 8 o'clock. Now, I, I I went on the Weather Channel. I saw this uh, this little thing about rain. You know, today happens to be like the one-year anniversary of the death of Andy Yee. You know, good friend of mine, good friend of a lot of people, uh, a beloved local institution. If that guy is up in heaven... With the late Rudy Scherf and Rudy's father, Rupert, and they're up in heaven drinking beer from a boot, mm-hmm. there will be no rain tonight. I am going to put money on it tonight that those three guys will find a way to have it rain somewhere else. But wait, in heaven there is no beer. No. That's why we drink it here. That is true. But there's no scientific proof that it doesn't. And I would like right. to think that if there is a heaven, if there is an afterlife of this uh, mortal coil that we all we all eventually shed. That there will be beer drunk from boots. All right. Because that's the best way to drink it. Sounds like a damn good time is what it sounds like. Uh, it's good you brought up dam, by the way. The uh, dental dam has some competition. People use it for oral sex. The dental dam. Have you ever done that before or not? No, I've never uh, I've never even seen one before. No? You never uh, used one like a swallow hollow or gobbler's knob? Oh, no. I like to take all the viruses right directly to the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want all the risk. When you're doing something like that, take all the risk. You want your uvula treated like Mike Tyson's speed bag That's is what right. you want. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> I'm going to run a train. <laughs> so guess when the dental dam was invented, by the way. Guess. 1971. No. Nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, Steve. Nineteen fifty-four. Keep going. What, uh, like we, I mean, like way back. Fifteen thirty-seven. <laughs> well, eighteen sixty-four. Oh, I was so close. Only off by like three hundred years. The dental dam was invented then for dental procedures. But then at some point, I don't know whether it was in the seventies or the eighties, when people were doing the key parties, they realized, hey, wait a minute, 
We could use that dental dam to protect ourselves against STIs and STDs and mm. all that kind of business and HPVs and everything else you got. Well, now the dental dam has some competition. Let me tell you something before you get into this. Yeah. I tried to just Google dental dam. Mm-hmm. Your current Bing safe search settings filter out results that might return adult content. Uh, that's because you got the company Bing. You got to oh, change that to the Jesus, Google. Why I changed that to the Google. Well, plus, time ago. Un- you were just obviously you were searching just for dental purposes. You had nothing sexual exactly. in mind. Exactly. Like, how yeah. do they know I wasn't talking about crowns? Yes. You're, you're going to do a little little homemade uh, root canals this weekend or so, something. Uh, possibly. So, yeah. so what are they doing with this thing? So it's called Laurels for Protection, L-O-R-A-L-S. You can Google that one. I don't know if that'll come up. Probably not on our search engines. Laurels for Protection. And apparently these are FDA approved for use during oral sex. Mm, Okay. these things are created just for this purpose, not just for dental procedures like what we were just discussing there. I see. Um. There's, uh, by the way, uh, they come built into underwear as well, vanilla scented, potential to make things safer. Vanilla scented? Yeah. This is all from Dr. Gene Marazzo, who's an infectious disease expert at, wait for it, the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I don't want to, <laughs> okay, so how much real research are they doing on that campus? It, it, Alabama, Birmingham? Well, that is, isn't that where Nick Saban is from? True, but I'm just saying, uh, well, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't say. I'm just, yeah. Not every college student has a lot of uh, experience in this uh, in this uh, in this field. Yeah, and I don't even know how much it costs. By the way, experience in what field? What are you talking about? In researching a dental dam, hmm, Hmm. or anything else that do. I'm sure I agree with that. I'm kind of hooked on the uh, like the vanilla flavor. It's almost like you're ordering something at Starbucks, Mm -hmm. like a Slurpee. Yeah, they have pumpkin spice too. Doesn't say, but certainly if they got Uh, one scent, they probably got other scents on the way. Pumpkin spice tonsil teaser for Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, (laughs) Cinco de Mayo was last week. Yeah, gonna have a salted rim with a lime. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, good one too. And I think you should use a nickname. I wouldn't use the word Steve there if you're ordering at. your favorite I, listen, barista. Dave, I have no shame. <laughs> if somebody wants to know that I'm getting a turtle snorkel for the day, mm-hmm. then uh, they can know that. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> turtle snorkel. Did, uh, That's going to be in my mind all day. It's more of the visual than it and is of course about it is. the actual Of course words. it is. Did we search up laurels for protection or did it get blocked? Nah, I just, listen, I, I, this, I, I finally was able to get to a dental dam and it just, uh, I don't know, I mean, it doesn't look to be... Uh, all that pleasurable. It seems to be kind of like uh, you know, like it would be in the way. Well, for both the giver and the receiver, you would think, right? Yeah. I mean, like, is it any fun at all? Well, it'd be like uh, you know, putting a tube sock in your mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the thought of that. I now. see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm painting pictures with words. Yes, and, and the rubber too. I mean, obviously, there's latex involved somewhere there, right? And some people are allergic to latex. That's too. right. It would so. probably leave a uh, like a like a scratchy throat. Yeah. You'd get the you wouldn't get the STIs or the STDs or the HPVs, but you get something else. The, ten the PVCs. Ten points for Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, well, hey, we gotta we we're gonna be doing a contest uh, soon. 
right? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to have tickets to uh, to see Paul McCartney. Who? 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 The guy from... Uh, from Wings, yes. Oh, yeah, that yeah, guy. The guy, yeah. that, the guy that did uh, <laughs> no, Uncle Albert. The guy who did that Kanye West song. Man, Kanye really catapulted him to fame. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's going to be playing a small, intimate show at Fan Friendly Fenway Park, and uh, we will have tickets next week. Yes. And we have this fantastic methodology of how you'll have to do extra work to get them. Yeah, you're going to have to listen to Rock 102 and pick up the five famous Pauls. So you're going to hear these recorded promos that we're going to do, and they're going to have famous Pauls in there, five of them, uh, over, over the course of the next week. you got to listen. And Paula gotta, Jones? What's that? Paula Jones? She might, she might um, be. She could be. You know, we could be a little tricky there. Paul Mall cigarettes? Uh, oh, Paul Malls, yeah. Paulina Porskova? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe even more famous than that. Paula Paul, Poundstone. Ooh. The comedian. What's she been doing recently, by the way? Not making people laugh. Pa- using uh, a what dental- she's been doing for 30 years. <laughs> using a dental dam, maybe? Uh, Paul Revere. Yeah. Maybe. We yeah, have a sound clip from him. Well, yeah. Well, plus it's The a- British are coming. The British are coming, and they're bringing the dental dams with them. <laughs> Could be just like what Steve said there, and, and that'd be like a Massachusetts one, too. Could be, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, well. So, so, yeah. So, we're going to be playing you these famous Pauls all week. Take note, because when we open up the phones next Friday, we're going to ask you to identify the five famous Pauls. And right, whoever yeah. can first do that will win the Paul McCartney ticket. So here's what I suggest to you. Getting a pad of paper and a number two sharpened pencil. Mm-hmm. And then when you have that uh, all prepared, you listen on Monday for the first Paul. And then every day after that, a new Paul. And then you write them all down. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the week, you can list off all five of the Pauls. To us uh, uh, on, on Friday. Yeah, and by the way, this might even begin this weekend, not just on Monday. And these pre-recorded messages are going to rotate, all five of them. So you might hear two Pauls in the same day, is what <sighs> I'm saying. Like it just blew my mind. Okay, this, The two same Pauls, you mean? No. Oh. No, no. Different Pauls. The, these five different oh. Pauls are going to rotate evenly. But you got to listen. Yes. Lord Jesus. You so know, many people have to listen to Rock 102 all day? Yes. Let me tell you something. This brings me back uh, to when I was in high school listening to this very radio station and trying to win... I think it was thirty thousand dollars you were giving away. It was like what a hell. We did no. It was a. It was thirty years of classic rock, and you had a montage of clips of uh-huh. of it, each word was said by a different person. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you had to sit there and kind of figure out who it was. And I remember taking the the tape recorder and recording the radio to go back and listen to See? it. You know, Steve. To the best of my recollection, and I've been around for an awful long period of time. Uh, the only time this radio station has ever written a check for $30,000 to one person uh, was due to a lawsuit. And it, that was it. Listen, that was it. <laughs> it. It was, I believe, it was the 30-year anniversary of Rock 102, though. Oh, and that's what they were doing. They nice. were doing this wow. uh, this big thing. So, Dave, I give, you cre- I give you a lot of credit for coming up with a creative enough contest that people actually have to work for versus yes. just being the 10th caller uh, which I'm not soliciting calls, but I'm just <laughs> saying, right? Instead of just being the tenth call, that's kind of boring. Yeah, right. Make, make a little fun of this. Uh, make it fun. It's going to be fun. And by the way, some of the famous Pauls you're going to hear are cool. I mean, like some of them you'll know, some of them you won't, and some of them you'll figure out. You'll figure. Okay. You'll figure them all out because yeah. somebody's got to win these damn things. Right. Because I don't want to have to so, use them on the on your behalf. Uh, I was just working on that explosion one. Explosion one. <laughs> 
Paul Walker Jr. That's it! Oh, oh you I won know. the contest. Congratulations. Uh, he could be one of them as well. Oh, You're boy. Right. Yes. It's 624. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Whoa. No song? What are we no. doing? We're not doing a song? We don't have to play a song if we don't want to play a song. Well, what if there was a song? What song would it have been? Uh, uh, it would have been uh, Collective Soul. Oh, God damn it, Bax. I can How play are you depriving it? me from this? Well, I mean, I could play it later. No, 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 no. I- I'll tell you what song we'll play. Put my computer up. We'll play this song right here, okay? All right. Ready? Yep. Here it comes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Vangelis died yesterday. Who? Vangelis. Who's Actually, with the hard G, believe it or not. Is it really? It really is. Wow. Well, you would know. You are the star of Baxi's musical podcast. Who, yeah. who's, who's that? The guy that did uh, it did uh, Chariots of Fire. Which uh, you're listening to right now. Uh, uh, also uh, belonged to a band called Aphrodite's Child. Uh, did a couple of albums with John Anderson of Yes. Wow. And uh, and this, which yeah. I believe he won a... I believe this was like a, it won an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. This was from a movie, right? Chariots of Fire. Fire. Very good movie, if yeah. you've never seen it, by the way. Who yeah. is in it? A um, bunch of dudes yeah. running around a beach. Yeah. And then uh, this Greek guy playing piano well, and keyboards. You know who you'd know who's in it was uh, Ash from Alien and Aliens, you know, the cyborg that ends up trying to take over the ship and kill Sigourney Weaver. I yeah. never saw that. Ash. Yeah. I only saw the part where she had the thing coming out of her stomach. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, um, and I don't even remember the movie. Anyway, yeah, his name is actually Vangelis. I did not know that. But his last name is virtually unpronounceable. Really, it's thirty-seven letters long. Wow. But uh, so he just went by his first name, passed, and everyone got that wrong too. Passed away at the age of seventy-nine. By yeah, the way, that's a, that's a tough one. Are we going to play uh, the tribute later? Is this gonna, is I there, believe this is it. This is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is oh, his. This is his greatest hit. Right we, well, usually when a when a famous music artist dies, we have like remembering. What did you say, uh, uh, Van, Van Morrison? Van Morrison? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on a very special Sandy Mac show. <laughs> Van McCoy. <laughs> Van, Van McCoy. McCoy and the Soul City Symphony. <laughs> Doing the hustle. Doing no more. Van Gelis and Chariots of Fire. <laughs> now, the other hit that he had was with John Anderson. Yes, they did a song called really? The Friends of Mr. Cairo. Wow. It's actually not a bad song. It's a little simplistic. But yet, this guy, uh, he made plenty of money, especially in Europe. I bet. He's very popular. I bet. Hey, by the way, real quick before we uh, go into news, uh, yesterday my wife uh, went to because I told you about uh, you know last week she spent you know a remarkable amount of time in a uh, local emergency room. You're mm-hmm. married? Yes, I've been married for uh, three years now. <laughs> Had no idea. Congratulations! I'm pretty sure you were there. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we got her into uh, to Mercy yesterday. Yeah, and uh, man, they were they were fantastic. They were professional and nice, and it went smoothly and quick. So I want to thank uh, Dr. Mark Kenton, who we've had on the show a number yeah. of times, for uh, for getting her in. Uh, that was awesome. So thank you so much for for uh, for seeing her and and everything. And hopefully she'll be on the men soon. Uh, Mark Kenton, great guy, great great guy. But you might I I can't believe you like him. He's a Yankee fan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. a big fan of that. But yeah, you know, sure? nobody's perfect. Everyone has their flaws. I like him because I'm a Yankee fan. And again, yeah. everyone has their flaws. Do they? Do they? Well, apart who's the number one team in baseball right now? Uh, is it uh, the Houston Astros? I'm sorry, in the AL East. <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> 
I believe it's the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles, as far uh, yeah, as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, right. yeah, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, no. It's 6.30 for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Speaking of cars, a couple of vehicles involved in an incident Wednesday afternoon, a shooting, some homes damaged in Springfield as well. And as a result, four people arrested on drug and gun charges. 26-year-old Derek Ramos Sanchez of Springfield, 21-year-old Marco Gonzalez-Ortiz of Chicopee, and 22-year-old Joel Perez and 21-year-old Jan Carlos Cosme, both of Springfield, all arrested. Police are searching for a fifth suspect who bailed from the getaway car and evaded officers, according to Ryan Walsh, the police spokesman in Springfield. You know, one of them four guys going to rat that other guy out. Yeah. Just I a, would. You know, it's funny. Have you seen the uh, bug shots of these gentlemen, by the way? You should go on and check it out. One of them is smiling ear to ear what during his mug. The other three are like, you know, serious, like you would be if you were posing for a mug shot. The other guy's like, hey, look at me. <laughs> I'm a star. Well, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he's familiar with some of the guys at the police station. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah, they made them laugh. You never know what that <laughs> last moment is before your mug shot is taken. Or maybe his mother got in his ear. Smile in front of a camera, you know, when they're taking your picture, kind of like back to picture day in school. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. But your uh, mom always told you to smile. But I don't know if the mug shots in the uh, Springfield Police Department have that that nice cloud background yes. or, you know, you know that what was the one where it had like the, those moments of reflection? It was actually two faces. It was like yeah. you staring off in the distance and another one looking right into the camera. Remember right. those? They're, yes. They're I even more elaborate nowadays. Really? The, the school photos, like with the backgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. you can put in there. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. There's like, uh, there's all kind. you can put laser cats, you can do, mm. uh, you can do all kinds of stuff. No, nice. I, I have never been arrested, and God willing, I won't be arrested tonight at uh, at uh, Mayfest at the at the fort. Well, but, but if you do, wear your Rock 102 sh- t-shirt so we get good publicity. Well, I have then. to wear it anyway, okay. but my, my, my point is is this. Do they offer an opportunity for you to buy uh, prints of your mugshot for, you know, for <laughs> gifts or uh, for framing? Well, kind of sure, like when you take it. a ride at Disney or something like that. They take all the photos. Yeah, when you're going down the, yeah. like, the, the ride, yeah. you make that goofy face. Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. or you show your boobs right. or whatever it is. Exactly. Yes. Because <laughs> I'd really like to, because, you know, it, it. listen, uh, you know, sitting for a regular portrait that mm-hmm. can be very pricey. I just want to know what the uh, what the packages are at the uh, Springfield Police Good Department. Good question. I don't think they charge very much at all. I think Ryan Walsh will give them out for free. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see. That would be great. I'd like to see a couple proofs. You know, a couple different poses, you know, mm-hmm. maybe one with my, my finger to my chin, mm-hmm. making me look like I'm, you Co- know, uh, lost in thought. Like, Coquettish, mm, perhaps. Like, you know, I'll- should I call my attorney now or should I yeah. wait until they put me in the lockup? I'll take the memory maker package. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's that include? Oh, you get two five by, my, five by nines <laughs> and six wallets. Wow. <laughs> look Ooh. at that. Yeah. Wait, when you say, uh, you can yeah. pass them out to your fellow inmates. Now, is that, a, is yeah. that a five by seven yeah. or a five to seven years? Which one is that going to be? Uh, both. <laughs> Well, you know what? It would be one of them NTR things for the police department, the non-traditional revenue. revenue. Yeah, well, I I agree with that. Maybe they should look into that. The families of the arrested guys or girls might very well buy those packages. Who knows? (laughs) And upon release, you get free (laughs) wallet-sized photographs for everybody in your family. Yeah. Hey, there's a fugitive on the lam in Greenfield, a police canine, scaled a pair of six-foot fences and escaped his kennel. It sparked a large-scale search. Police believe that Nico was just pining for his handler, who was away on vacation, and Nico ran away and is still at large. The canine officer 
is cutting his trip short and coming back, taking an emergency flight so he can help with the search for his dog that he helps train. You know, the dogs, they form these amazing bonds I'm, with their handlers. Yes, I'm sorry. What happened to him, the handler? Why, why wasn't he with the dog? He just went on vacation. Oh, he went on vacation. So somebody else was watching the dog, and then he... Uh yeah, and wow. you know it doesn't work. You have a substitute, and the dog doesn't respond the same way that they do to their. <clears throat> I bet you, and the, this is the unfortunate piece that that dog will now no longer be able to, uh, you know, do a job, a police job. You mean that dog's going to lose his? Uh, his what, what about his retirement? What's going to lose his seniority and uh, retirement? His entire career he, shot to hell. He's on medical. <laughs> it's a medical discharge. Oh, God. You know, yeah. whenever I hear a story uh, uh, that starts off with uh, someone from Greenfield mm-hmm. on the lamb, right? Yeah, that can really mean two things. Mm-hmm. The dog is back with the handler. Thank by the way, God. it is back now. It is back. Okay, yes. good. Yes, good. Um, because this guy had to take an emergency flight home to call out the dog, and they were saying that when he did that, the dog would give up the chase immediately and come back, which obviously oh, it God. did. Yeah, so good conclusion. Then you can't, but then you're going to feel like, you know, next time you've got vacation time, I can't leave the house. I'm going to stick around. Otherwise, the dog's going to go ballistic. Yep. Or they've got to have a well-trained assistant or backup handler in this case. Oh, my God. A man from Orange seriously injured in an ATV accident in Richmond, New Hampshire. This happened earlier this week. And 39-year-old David Gallagher of Orange driving that ATV on Greenwoods Road in Richmond around 2.40 in the afternoon when he veered off the road, hit a mound of dirt, caused the ATV to flip over, and he was not wearing a helmet. Oosh. That's got to hurt. He received some serious injuries to his head, his face, and his upper torso. And this guy's already orange. He's an orange man. Right. And yes. uh, now he's got all these... Uh, Scars? Jeez, that sucks. I, I don't know if he, uh, him being an orange man is about a skin condition. I just think that's where he's from. I think he, uh, what is that thing when you eat too many carrots? What do you get? Uh, you, get you get like the orangey skin. Beta carotene. No, that's something else, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. Or I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that's uh, no. called. It's not jaundice, but no. it's. No, but it's uh, because of the, uh, isn't it because of the, the colors oh, in the. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know what the name of it is. What about is. that guy that became blue? Remember that guy that was the, the blue guy? That's because he ate that uh, uh, that gum that has the full meal in it, and then he blew up like a big blueberry, and then they had to roll him out to the juicing room. And wasn't he part of a group, by the way? An entire group? Yeah, it was a whole tour group. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I'm right. thinking. Yeah, and then uh, all, all these uh, all these kids on this tour group got in trouble, except for one of them. Yeah. Right. Who was the only honest one in the whole group. Right, right. And, uh, but they the look- honest one, though- Got to be the CEO of the entire fac- factory on this tour. Hmm. Steve, if I'm not mistaken, you were describing the exact plot line of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And Excuse I thought we were, me, I have no idea what you're talking and about. And I thought we were talking about the famous percussionists in the Blue Man group. That's where I thought we were talking about. No, I had no different, idea. Different Blue Man. Oh, okay. Uh, orange skin is Addison's disease. Wow. Ah. Yeah. Ah. That doesn't sound fun. JFK had Addison's disease. Did you know that? No. A little fun fact. Get I wrote out. it on a Dixie cup once. Get no, you didn't. <laughs> that was somebody else who wrote that one up, not me, because I don't remember writing that one. Well, apparently you weren't doing your job that day. <laughs> not. That's not the only day I wasn't doing my job. Four Springfield area restaurants went head-to-head this week in the fourth annual Fire and Ice Craft Cocktail Competition. Competition hosted by Springfield Regional Chamber, featuring local bartenders making creative cocktails with the themes of fire or ice. 
All right. The winner, Dewey's Lounge, which entered its Kiss of Fire Margarita. Now, Dewey's is on, uh, oh, that's that's on Worthington Street. Dewey's? Dewey's. I've never heard of Dewey's before. Back, uh, That's where the, I believe, it's where the, the fat cat used to be. Oh. Dewey's, it's like a jazz lounge type of thing. Oh, it was a comedy club for a while, and then uh, now it's a... It was, yeah, like a pop-up yeah. comedy club. Right. Well, they won it. That Kiss of Fire margarita made with house-made jalapeno uh-huh. infused tequila. Right. Also lime juice, triple sec, and uh, some pineapple agave. Mm-hmm. And a quarter salt rim and dehydrated lime wheel garnish. Ooh. The other entries included a fiery sand save... By Springfield Country Club. See what they did there? The fiery sand save. Right, like a, like a sand trap. Yes. The iced mocha latte by Woodstone Tavern and a place you visited earlier this week, Jackalope. Good place. With the if you can't handle the beat drink. And what was that? Doesn't say. It Doesn't say what like that is. beats yeah. in it. Yeah. It better not be beets in it. Beet juice probably. Yes. <sighs> beet juice is, by the way, beets are great. I hated beets when I was a kid. Love beets now. Love them. I uh, I still think they look like uh, bloody potatoes. Yeah, you know, I I have a a pretty broad palate that mm-hmm. uh, that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm I could eat nearly anything. Okay, but beets and maple syrup are the two things I I eat, I, I have no tolerance maple, for. Maple? Talking about the real maple syrup or the fake? It doesn't maple. matter. It doesn't. I, I don't. I don't oh, care for it. But makes a big difference. Beets. Taste like dirt. No. Yeah, they do. No, no. Sweetened dirt. No, the, the the green part of the beets tastes like dirt. The purple part of the beets tastes like candy. It's like eating candy. I candy. Yeah, you yeah, must like be candy. eating the worst candy in the world because that is that's like that's that's garbage. No, right, the, those those things should be turned into a to yard mulch. Yeah, yeah. that sounds gross. Yeah, <laughs> but I will tell you though, the mm-hmm. jackalope. I mean, uh, yep. say what you will about the beets. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't have that cocktail, but mm-hmm. the food there was terrific. You know where we went last night? This is a. Pl- We've never been there before. Mm. Driving around uh, Armory Street, and we went to uh, the Cedars of the Cedars Food Mart and Grill right mm. there in Armory Street. Got ourselves a little sandwich. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. Listen, man, I'm telling you, these Woo! little, these that was little, good. little hole in the wall places that mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think would be good are like the best. Yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. exactly that. Oh my, we'll be back. We will be. I told back. I and I said to you, uh, you were in that area. I said, why don't you go to a little San Juan Bakery in uh, the North End? Yeah, there you go. Because uh, somebody, uh, somebody. Got that pork sandwich last week on my suggestion, and and they uh, loved it. Of course they absolutely did. loved. it. Of course it. they did. Well, I'll tell you what. I got the number two, uh, Sish Tawuk sandwich. With what? <laughs> the what? The Swish Tawuk. Oh Lord, it was good. Wow. What what language is that you speak? It's a, it's, of? it's Lebanese. Oh, and it, the food. Okay. It was it was really good. Now I'm a big fan of Nadim's. This is very very yes. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I'll tell you what. You could also buy a hookah. There too. Almost okay. thought about it. All right. But I didn't have a respiratory infection right now that I'm still dealing with. I would have bought a hookah. Might still do it. We should do it. Yeah. We could all sit here and have a smoke, right? That well, almost right. looks like we're smoking one with the microphones in front of our faces. Yes. Yeah. We're sharing a hookah. It's six forty four with back Steve and Dave. We got a mass hat. Coming up next from among a bunch of candidates. Stay tuned to Rock 102. Rock 102 and Tommy Carr Auto Group want to help you kick off the summer. You could win a Weber. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 651 and Queen on Rock 102. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's going to be hot today. 
Well, it's going to be muggy, a uh, high of 81, and then tomorrow it's going to be hot with a high of 99. Woo. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. Yeah, uh, there's a, a lot of fog, by the way, this morning, so be careful out there. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty soupy. Mm-hmm. Do be careful. Uh, tonight at about uh, 545 will be the tapping of the keg at uh, at Mayfest at the uh, the Student Prince in downtown Springfield. Uh, unforgettable fire is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a great night, and and it's, and it's going on tomorrow too. And the only way that I know to beat this oppressive springtime heat is to drink a, a lot of spotting from a boot. That's uh, spotting, spotting from a boot. That's sure. that's always been the you know my uh, point of view. And there are people that you know you don't want to drink alcohol on a hot day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for suckers. That's <laughs> I'm not buying that one with a damn. But yeah, tonight I'm going to be there for the tapping and the keg. Should be a great time. We'd love to have you out there at the fort in downtown Springfield with me and Rock 102. Looking forward to it. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. An American woman living in London, England, says she's in love with an invisible alien. She says she met the alien after posting on Instagram about how she'd rather date somebody <clears throat> from a different planet than go on another Tinder date. She claims she was later abducted from her apartment by a UFO uh-huh. that covered her in a beam of yellow light. Mm. She was brought aboard the craft and was introduced to her invisible lover. Check this out. She actually talks about it here. I'm pretty traditional, so I want a ring. And he doesn't really know what that is, how to give me a ring. So I said I wanted, like, a big rock, and he got me some pebbles from the beach. Like, he just doesn't get it. So, basically, he has no earth money. So I'm just hoping, you know, maybe over time we can save up the money. There you go. There's Emanuela Rose. Is it any wonder that she has not had any luck finding a man on this planet? <laughs> well, you know, as we said yesterday, there's a seat for every ass out um, there. I, I was just thinking of the Ghostbusters 2 where, he's, uh, where Bill Murray's got the... Uh, the psychic show mm-hmm. in the beginning, and yeah. he's uh, interviewing uh, the soft-spoken woman who was abducted by an alien, mm-hmm. that she received this information from an alien. As I told my husband, it was in the Paramus Holiday Inn. I was having a drink at the bar. <laughs> Paramus, New Jersey. Alone. Wow. And this alien approached me. He started talking to me. Mm-hmm. He bought me a drink. and. Uh-huh. Then I think he must have used some kind of ray or mind control device because he forced me to follow him to his room, and that's when he told me about the end of the world. Hmm. <laughs> I can totally see that happening. Uh, so your your alien had a room at the Holiday Inn, Paramus? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been a room on a spaceship made to look like a hotel. Oh. I, I can't be sure of that yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that could either be Bill Murray in a movie or just playing Bill, Bill Murray, Murray in life. Yeah. Yeah. That, that movie kind of sucked, but yeah. it, the, the, I always appreciate well written lines. I thought you know, there's little bits and stuff throughout things that are funny. <laughs> uh, by the way, this woman who wants her alien lover to buy her a ring, but he doesn't have alien money and he doesn't have human money and all that kind of business. She also claims her physical intimacy with the alien, is better than with any, quote, Earth men she's had because aliens are, quote, loving light and pure like energy. So she said, we can't even go all the way because that would, quote, kill me. Interesting. Hmm. 
You know, if he's having trouble uh, figuring out uh, jewelry, yeah, he might want to consider the, uh, the grand opening celebration <laughs> at Hanush Hadley. Hanush Hadley, yeah. you, They man. just moved right across the street from the Hampshire Mall. Well, everybody does at some point. Yeah. <laughs> And these aren't alien jewels, by the way, that uh, are available there. These are real, no, real, real, real jewels. And I believe during the celebration, they'll give you a glass of champagne, too. For real people who are looking to solidify their relationships. Excellent. All right. <laughs> it's coming up on 656 with back Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I may, I would like to point out that despite losing Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals, the Boston Celtics are in complete control of this series against the Miami Heat. Sure, Game 1 didn't exactly go as planned, but... Rather than panic and let Miami walk all over themselves, they pulled it together and ripped Miami a new one in Game 2. Last night, the Celtics didn't just beat the Miami Heat. The Celtics balled up their fist and landed a throat-choking haymaker right for the epiglottis with a final score of 127-102. to Now, I know that many of you don't exactly trust my comprehension of basic mathematical operations, but that's a 25-point beating. Oh, you can check the numbers. I'd even be willing to hand in my work to show you how I figured that all out. But I think the larger issue here isn't just the accuracy of my calculations, but the ease in which the Celtics completely dominated the game last night. Jason Tatum, 27 points. Jalen Brown, 24. Marcus Smart, 24 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists. Are you kidding me? Jimmy Butler and the Heat never even stood a chance. Celtics were shooting better than 51% into the floor compared to Miami's 44%. Celtics at 50% behind the three-point line compared to Miami, who shot less than 30%. This was a crushing blow to a team that actually felt they had a chance against the Celtics, which clearly they do not. And oh yeah, the next two games are in Boston. Listen, I don't want to jinx this thing or be the guy responsible for throwing the Celtics a whammy here. I'm just pointing out that while the series is tied in a game apiece, in my mind, it's already over. They might as well print up those conference championship t-shirts now. Because after what I saw last night, the Miami Heat are about to close up shop for the season. Am I getting ahead of myself? Not with those sort of numbers I'm not. Because as you know, I'm all about the numbers, and the numbers are all about me. Now, if they lose tomorrow night, I might have a different opinion when I get back here on Monday. But for right now, as of this very moment, I shall let my cockiness prevail. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You think a great lawn just happens? It might, I suppose. Or you might go to Rocky's for Scott's four-step and get all the stuff you need to make your lawn fantastic. Good people, lawn and garden people. And rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 and Jimi Hendrix. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. We got highs in the low 80s today. And then look out. We got mid to high 90s tomorrow. And by the way, the National Weather Service is issuing that heat index warning. And when it comes to Massachusetts, apparently we're going to get it the worst here in Springfield and Western Mass. Places like Cape Cod, not so much tomorrow, but Springfield and Western Mass, the Pioneer Valley. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what sucks, though? Mm. Let's say you open up your pool tomorrow because right. it's 99 degrees, mm-hmm. or, you, or you do it today, like after work, and mm-hmm. you get it ready, or you hope to get it ready. 
You jump into a pool and it's 99 degrees, and that water is probably no more than 65 degrees. Yeah. yeah. It's going to feel... Your your boys are going to go right up into your throat because <laughs> well, it's so damn cold in that, uh, in that water. Well, aren't, aren't there companies that uh, can provide you with sort of preheated or warmer water? I think there are companies that do that. You got to pay a little extra for that premium, but yeah, I think they but, do I mean, that for but, you. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you know, there's a, a big water shortage mm. uh, going on. Uh, you know, supply and demand. Uh, well, shipping. Look, you could just use the same water that Steve was describing yesterday from the dunk tank. W- where'd that water come from? Oh, again? out of the Westfield River, yeah. in Chester. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Yeah, that would work out great. Yeah, nice mucky water. I like oh. that stuff. I got the uh, the pool. I'm not ready to open it yet. I'm still, because I know living in New England, this is only going to last for a couple of days, and then it's going to go back right into the low 70s. Yep. It's not worth opening up the pool and running that filter 24 or, you know, 12 Mm. hours a day on, 12 off, you know, kind of thing. Right. It's such a pain in the ass. We, you know, we, it's uh, because of how lousy the two of us have been feeling, we haven't gone up to Vermont yet to open up the camper. Right. Uh, You know, that's that's coming pretty soon. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know, like it's it's significantly colder up there on the mountain, and at night it dips down to wicked cold. You keep the windows open; mm-hmm. it's so nice to sleep like that, oh, right? Yeah. But uh, it's even supposed to be up in the nineties up uh, up in Vermont, which I'm not happy about. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be the weekend. No, it's not going to be the weekend. Nah. But uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to opening that pool. I, I just it, like it's one of those things. It came with the house. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would have bought one. I had, you know, at the old house, we had one of those little Intex pools when the kids were little. Right. You know, you fill it up and it's like five feet tall and about, uh, I don't know, like 10 feet wide. Good enough for little kids to be swimming in. But uh, this, it, I got like a 21-footer or something like that. Really? You're it's, talking about the pool, right? Yeah, it's a decent okay. little pool. It's not like uh, anything huge and All it's right. and it's great, but... I wouldn't have put one in mm. if if it was me who had owned the house then. Well, they say that for resale value, not a good idea here in the Northeast. No, if you're going to have a pool in like Phoenix, Arizona, or Florida, great yeah. for resale value, yeah. not so much here in the Northeast. Yeah, it didn't like it didn't phase me that yeah. that was part of the, right. There was other features about the property yes. that I really liked other than the pool. Mm-hmm. Like the pool wasn't the oh my god, it's got an above ground pool, right? Yeah, but I always wanted to spend hundreds of dollars on chemicals every year. Yeah, but your kids love it though now, so that was a good purchase. I'm they sure. do and they don't. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where you get sick of doing it. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden you're looking for something else to do. Man, eh, the pool. Yeah, we yeah. got a pool. See, we have a, like the perfect backyard. Yeah. for a pool, and I would love to have a pool. Except there's just one thing that's preventing me from actually uh, installing a pool. Yes. It's the commitment of spending spending, uh, spending the money for a pool. Well, it's like when you buy a boat, right? It's the, the worst day and the best day in your life when Listen, you buy I, it, when you sell it, right? I can't even bring myself to mow my lawn yet. Never mm. never mind, you know, have a pool. You yeah. haven't mowed your lawn yet? Dude, I, my knees are, are, are a wreck. Why don't you call somebody to do it for you? Call a landscape. Yeah. I'm sure there's... There's probably a hundred landscapers out there right now that well, would love to do know, Bax's house. Had a, had a buddy of mine and, and milk you for everything you're worth. I, you know what? I I pay top dollar for some things, <laughs> yeah. but not but a, not lawns. A silver dollar. Yeah, and right. A bright shiny one dollar. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I I'm at the point in my life now where I, I need someone to do it for me because I just I don't have 
I don't have the stamina right now to go out there, wheeze my way through a, mowing the lawn with bad knees. You know what? Number 10 right now. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't. No, I, no, <laughs> just, I'm kidding. It's not a contest. It was a joke. You know what you need, Bax? You need one of those T-shirts with the guy all discombobulated that says, I fought the lawn and the lawn won. It's so funny because it's true. That is true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't, uh, mostly for yeah. political reasons. I'm holding back. Oh, you don't want to, yeah. You don't, you don't believe in lawn signs or cutting the grass to make room for them. Well, yes. you know, there is, there is a, uh, there is a, uh, thing out there called No Mow May, where you don't mow during the month of May for, uh, you know, ecological uh, reasons. Is there really? I believe or not, there really? is. There probably yeah, is. Yeah, there is. Uh, I'm having to follow it, but you know, here is uh, you know, May 20th, and I probably yeah. need to cut my lawn, because I'm sure my neighbors are real delighted with the way my property <laughs> it, looks. It takes me like three hours to mow my lawn because of the landscape. If it was all just like flat and just one piece, I could have it done probably in about an hour. Yeah. But because of the hills, and the, there's like there's one thing where I just got to keep going around in a circle well, going down this hill. And then you got to mow around the pool, too, which is probably problematic. Well, the, the pool has like a mulch bed around it, uh, but you still got a weed whack and all that other stuff. It's it's a it's a tumultuous task. Well, I bet it is. But yeah. you're a good whacker, right? Oh, I've been whacking all my life. I'm really have. good about whacking. That's the one thing. The trimming I'm not so good at. The whacking. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, they say that, that trimming makes a... Uh, the landscape look a little bit bigger, a little bit more yes, impressive. Yes. Yeah. That's what they tell you. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Maybe a little bit off the sides? No, mine looks more like a tree stump from a once large tree, mm-hmm. but then had to be cut down because it rotted out yeah. from the inside. Looks like a fictional toad stool yeah, with like, a leprechaun on top. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm sorry, Mario, your princess is in another <laughs> castle. Mm. Since when did leprechauns start wearing turtlenecks? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, but the, the whole idea of yard work, especially in this kind of heat that mm-hmm. we're going to be expecting, I'm. Not, I said, you know what? I did all the lawn mowing this week because I didn't want to be. I knew it was going to be so hot that I was. There's no way you should be going out there doing that. No, they're, and they're telling you know, like, and you know the, the there's. <laughs> They're even telling you, like, Springfield's cooling stations are not going to be operational because of uh, hmm. COVID numbers and everything. And they haven't taken the covers off the air conditioners yet. Right. And it's been, it's really been a tough season for people like me who suffer from terrible allergies. You know, if I go out there and mow my lawn, one, bad knees, bad feet, can't breathe right now, but if I spend any time outside, any like, real amount mm-hmm. of time outside, yeah, m- my eyes swell, my throat closes up. Mm-hmm. I'm in a real mess when it comes to mowing the lawn. So I mean, yes, I do need a man or a woman with uh, with the proper uh, equipment to do the lawn. And I was joking, by the way. The phone's been ringing constantly since I. Well, let's pick it up. Well, now it's not. No, but no, uh, yeah. you know, now give yeah, it up. yeah. Look, the phone the phones were going crazy with people willing to mow Bax's lawn. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not going to do business on the air. Give my address and phone number. <laughs> Where do out. you live, by the way? Oh, I'm not really at. Uh, What's your at exact Liberty. address? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Where's your <clears throat> camper? What's the exact address of that, that too? So we I'm can not, all go party. At. No, you're not going to go party, and that is for us and us alone. And by the way, we're talking about air conditioning. My building did fix the AC yesterday, thank God. So it will be functional this weekend where I live in Enfield. Is it uh, individual unit? Well, it's why we have six buildings. Is it central air for all the buildings? Yes. Yes. So you'll be able to to control what your apartment's at? Yeah. 
Yeah, and by the way, we they have it set so that you can either have AC or heat. You can't do both. So in other words, if you talk about the wild fluctuations in the weather here in Western Mass or whatever, I, if it happens to get really hot or really cold, I can't adjust one way. They choose a date, and on that drop-dead date in the spring and then again in the fall, they yeah. switch back and forth between either heat or AC. Right now, we're all AC. We can't go heat even if we wanted to. Damn. That's we're all how AC? Yeah. <laughs> Celine Dion? Uh, Gloria Estefan in the Miami Sand Machine? Wait, that kind of AC? Wait, no, which, which one that. is AC and which one is DC? I don't I, I don't know if I know. That. I don't know if there are any uh, AC artists who live in DC, but that oh, would be... No, I was talking about the other thing. I was talking about the sexual orientation, like AC, right? Isn't it one of AC is well, one? That's a very insensitive way to put things, on. DC is another? Can we deal with that kind of insensitivity on the show? Which is which? Right which? which is which? What about the ones that swing both ways? Listen, AC, that, DC. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Name that song that that was from. Uh, It's a voice clip inside of a song. No, I don't think I don't got that one. I don't know if I know it either. It's uh, Beck. Oh, two turntables and a microphone. That's the one. That's right. There you go. Yes. Yes. That's a great song. It is is a good song. It's uh, 719 with Beck, Steve, and Dave in Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen print. Uh, Look how clever Beck is. We were talking about. Going AC or DC, and then there's that song about the guy who looks like a woman who talks like a man or whatever it is from the Kinks on Rock 102. Oh, is that what it's about? I just I just yeah. thought it was about uh, someone who was just a, had a light-sounding voice. What, and, and, and how ahead of its time was that <clears throat> song, by the way, when you think about it, right? Oh, yeah. It was ahead of its time. Now it's uh, it's just a part of everyday living. Yep. That's it. LGBTQ, whatever all the other initials are there. I don't know. ACDC. Hey, I'd just like to mention a community event, if I could. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, tomorrow, up in uh, up in Chester, Massachusetts. It's Chester on Track. It's the 21st annual railroad-themed family festival in downtown Chester. I like to say downtown like there's like lots of blocks. <laughs> there's only one. Yeah. It's a half a block. It's it's a really good time for like a family day out. They have all kinds of tr- displays at the train station with the old locomotives and all that stuff, and then they got... Uh, they got the those are the guy those were the guys that sell the DVDs of trains that they oh, sit, yes. they, sit, they sit at the end of the tracks and then they watch the trains go by and yeah. then they sell them on DVDs. I know guys like that who are absolutely yeah. riveted to that stuff. And, and, yeah. train and people actually sit there and watch them. Yes, hours and hours. The train buffs. That's yeah. what they call them. That's what we used to call them at the railroad. The uh, the train buffs would say we had went through this whole national security thing. I'm like, oh, if you see anybody suspicious, and I'm like. That's not suspicious. That's Kevin uh, off of his shift at TGI Fridays. He's just taking pictures of the choo-choos today, you know. <laughs> but uh, they do. See, now I would consider that to be suspicious activity. Yeah. But uh, but Chester has this great little. Uh, it's kind of it's it's like old town America, you know. When you, when you do that, they decorate the whole street. They got uh, they they got all kinds of vendors and things like that. It's it's sure. a really good time. So that's tomorrow in uh, in Chester, Mass. I said, wait a minute, Chester. Wait a minute. Which 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 what's that? I said I'm the wanted man. Oh, yeah, I was reaching. Oh, uh, it's Johnny Cash. No, no. Uh, I believe it's the band with up. On, oh yeah, uh, up on Cripple Creek. Up on Cripple Creek. Wait a minute, Chester. You got a donut in your teeth. They, they, they that's right. They ought to. Uh, they ought to turn that into their theme song at Chester for that whole thing. They, you know. There, there we go. This is a good. T- I really. Is. This is like one of my favorite band tunes. 
The band actually had a lot of really great songs. They did. Get off of this mountain. You know where I want to go. Listen, he knows the lyrics now. But when you're Straight throwing them out there, the you can't tell what it is. Your river with your Gulf of Mexico. Because it's like the classic rock lyric quiz. Yeah. You can't tell. Louisiana. Little Bessie girl I once knew. She told me just to come on back. If there's anything that we can do. A great Levon Helm on vocal. She sends me if I spring a leaf. She tells me I don't have to speak. She demands me a And you know what? I'm wrong. I just realized it. Chester is, I think, from the night they drove old Dixie down, maybe. Oh, fuck. So I, I quoted the wrong song. Jeez. Look at you and your Robbie Robertson knowledge. The band is great, by the way. Have you seen the documentary about the band? Uh, No, I have not. This is the one you're thinking. I think, but I may be wrong, too. I don't know. But this is yeah. just my excuse to play a lot of band music. This is the night they drove old Dixie down. Yeah. This is a great song. Wait a minute, Chester. Now I got to search it up. Well, anyway, Anyhow. none of this will be played at the Chester on track tomorrow in Chester, Massachusetts. <laughs> Too bad. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your what? 733. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Home's Memorial Day sale all month long at $1,400 off plus a free safety bar and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Before we get to the headlines, an admission of guilt on my part. It wasn't the uh, the uh, band song Drove Old Dixie Down. It wasn't Up on Cripple Creek. It was this song here. I said, wait a minute, Chester. You know I'm a peaceful man. I said, that's okay, boy. The wait, the wait. How you misled us like this, I, I have no idea. I know, I know. Ooh. At the Weight Watchers? <laughs> That's right. That could be the sponsor for the news. Yeah, Somebody, right. Somebody points we'll do it that, that way, right? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, point that out, Ms. Hey, we got a heat wave expected here in Western Mass this weekend. Tomorrow and Sunday, we could hit mid to high 90s. So bear that in mind. Make sure all the elder folks like Chester are inside. Make sure you got your AC working. Meantime, a 41-year-old man arrested in South Hadley after a resident called police to report two suspicious people. South Hadley police receiving the call from a resident about two men walking around her neighbor's house on Bolton Street. Officers were given a description of the men, located them once they arrived. The resident told police they saw one of the men allegedly attempt to enter their home through a window, and they damaged their screen. Officers also learned at least three vehicles in the area had been broken into, and the same suspect had stolen items from those cars in his possession. So again, South Hadley, be on the lookout for this activity. All right. Just, can I just say this? Mm-hmm. I know for a fact there are more than two suspicious people in South Hadley. Mm. There's yes. actually There's actually a much larger percent of the, of the population. Yeah, stay away from South Hadley. I mean, it's a nice town. Nobody, don't say that. It's a nice town. But there's a, you, you, you folks know who is suspicious. I mean, really, you've seen them. If you see something, oh, they're out something. there. An ambulance in Amherst broke down while returning from a call last month. Now firefighters are calling on the town to make changes in regard to safety protocols. Apparently, a couple of the tires just blew out on this ambulance as it was attempting to squire people to Cooley Dickinson Hospital. 
uh, two passenger side wheels blew off the vehicle, causing it to crash. Now, Benjamin Graham, who's an Amherst firefighter and a paramedic and the president of Amherst Firefighters Local, saying wear and tear happens with these vehicles. We drive them sometimes too much. He says we have a 10-year replacement scheduled right now, but we're trying to move that up to an eight-year replacement schedule. Ten years? Yeah. For, for a, a bunch of tires on a vehicle for that the, are always in use? For the vehicle itself. The tires need to be maintained a little more often, obviously, because they're used a lot and they tend to burn out, or in this case, blow out of the vehicle. Blow Interesting. Out. And he says, you know, they're not qualified, although they're expected to be qualified to look after the care and maintenance of these vehicles, but they're not qualified to do that. They should be trusted to a you know, qualified car mechanic. And apparently they're having an issue with that in Amherst right Like now. EMTs don't have enough to do. They're going right. to fix their own uh, ambulances? Well, it's kind of like the school bus drivers. You know, because of COVID, they had to, like, cleanse their vehicles and all that kind of That's why they're having a hard time finding bus drivers now to drive the school kids around. Well, you got to know how to put a tourniquet on. You should know how to change the transmission. Wow. See, I would think the, the most difficult part about uh, driving a school bus isn't about cleaning it. It's the children inside the bus. Yeah. Well, but you got to provide for their safety. I guess. Here's a cool story. Well, not a cool story. An interesting story out of MassLive.com. The wife of a New Hampshire man accused of killing her co-worker after he discovered they were texting. So jealous guy sees his wife's texting back and forth with a co-worker. Who are you texting with? Yep, exactly right. So what did he do? He forced her to behead the guy. Behead him or something else? I don't think he was deriving any enjoyment yeah. from the latter. I'm just, I'm just saying, because uh, you, you can't be too sure. Brittany Barron testifying at her husband's first-degree murder trial that he choked and punched her and eventually put his gun into her mouth and tried to make her behead her friend from work. You know, uh, didn't we kind of talk about this yesterday? We did. About uh, jealousy? Yes, we did. And that if uh, you're the kind of guy who uh, gets jealous easily mm -hmm. that it says more about you than anybody else that you are jealous of right and apparently they were only friends this guy's wife and her co-worker according to the woman she testified i couldn't give him anything more than friendship and i told him that but my husband didn't believe me yeah well there you go the guy himself by the way allegedly cut off the co-worker's head himself. Yeah. As part and of, after he had already murdered the guy with a yeah. gun. I think he was on the stand, and uh, he said, uh, you know, it might not be that bad. You were the best I ever had. <laughs> if I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago, I might not be alone. Hey, maybe tomorrow we can drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. Hey, Jealousy. Hey, Jealousy. Wow. Hey, Jealous. The what gym, is that? Gin Blossoms have never been proud of I know, the isn't that right? Yeah. When was the last time we did a Gin Blossoms reference on this radio station? Uh, never. Never. Not See? once. I'm bringing it back. Mm -hmm. Hey, we've been talking about the critical baby formula shortage here in this area and nationwide. Parents scrambling to keep their babies fed. And according to Western Mass News, some people are turning to goat's milk to feed their kids. Here's a clip from Dr. Charlotte Boney, P. 
pediatrician in chief at Bay State Children's Hospital. Check this out. Goat's milk is great for baby goats. It is not great for baby humans. It's for kids. Yeah, kids who are goats, though. Well, what about mares? What well, do they eat? Little lambsy divey. No, mares eat oats. Well, mares eat oats. And, and what about the goats? Yeah. The does eat oats. And the little lambs eat ivy. Mm-hmm. What about a kid? He'll eat ivy, too. Wouldn't you? I would. <clears throat> Everyone knows tricks are for kids, not goat milk. And with this baby formula shortage raging across the U.S., Dr. Boney again chimed in on the Western Mass News report about why goat's milk ain't so good. I don't know where people have gotten this idea of goat's milk, but it's bad. It's 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 not good. Not only will your baby not get the nutrients they need, you may make your baby sick. Straight out of Dr. Boney's mouth. You know, so so here's the 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 issue here is, mm-hmm. is if you have a kid that can't tolerate milk of any kind, mm-hmm. whether it's breast milk or or any other kind of you know derivative, right? If you have a kid that can't digest that stuff Mm -hmm. and the only thing they can have is formula and there are plenty of situations where that is exactly the case they're even telling you that homemade formula based on older recipes Mm -hmm. is not safe either this is and, and this is why this is such an important story because there are many kids where this is all they can all they can have is is formula and if you're going all over the world trying to look for you know, a can of Similac or Infamil somewhere, and it's not anywhere to be found. As a parent, all you can do is panic you know, because, you know, what am I supposed to do for my kid if this is all they can take? Yeah. Terrible. It sucks. A horrible situation. Well, don't use goat's milk is the message there, but also soy milk may or may not be an alternative Plant-based milks like almond milk, goat's milk are not because they don't contain proteins and carbohydrates that babies can digest. So it is a real problem, no doubt about it. Now, this is an interesting story that Steve spotted last night. There's a story out of Oregon where apparently they're using body parts to generate electricity. Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue, they use him? They could. Marsha Griffiths, electric slide. Ooh, there you go. According to an Oregon County commission, they've ordered an incinerator to stop accepting boxed medical waste to generate electricity. Some of the waste they've been burning to yeah. generate electricity, the tissue from aborted fetuses in British Columbia. Apparently, this plant has been turning waste into energy since 1987, and it even has partners like Portland General Electric in Oregon. But, you know, the headline was something. Do you have the headline in front of you? Don't. It was something. It was like it was so misleading that it made you believe on the surface that all they were doing was incinerating baby fetuses. fetuses. And that's not the case. It's all kinds of medical waste, and they use it to incinerate it to make electricity in, in, a, in a power plant. The right. headline that you referred to, fetal tissue used to generate electricity in Oregon, which and, is true. It, but it's not the only thing. Right. To Steve's point, they've been using all sorts of other stuff like uh, cancerous tissues, yeah. amputated limbs, and other things like that. Apparently- 
It processes like 550 tons per day of municipal solid waste, which generates up to 13 megawatts of energy that they sell to Portland General Electric and other energy companies in Oregon. And you go go by all the way back to 1987. They've been doing this since 1987. Yes. Nobody said anything along the way about it. You would think that would have been the big controversy. Oh, my God, they're burning unborn babies in a factory. Well, there's or, an, or they didn't know, and yeah. why did why do they suddenly know now? Yes, but plausible deniability, just like when a coach says, "I oh, this this program I run is clean here at this university." Plausible deny somebody else is doing the dirty work. Well, look, there apparently is an emergency hearing from the commission. They're going to have to rewrite an ordinance to clarify what types of material can be accepted to turn into energy, and which ones might not be so wise. All right, we'll take your phlegm and your uh, and your pinkies and uh, and this failed urine test, but no fetuses and no cancerous tissue. Yeah, don't yeah, uh, that would be gross. Don't bring your babies over here. Draw we don't the want line them somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, what do you do with that stuff? What do you do with it? I I, I honestly don't. I don't know because there are certain things I don't really want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know yeah. either. But I'm just saying, like, there has to be get uh, rid of it. Uh, well, obviously, it's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. I I understand that, but eventually, you have to do something with the waste. So, if well, I mean, this is the thing they've been doing with it. Why is it all of a sudden just I mean, a, a big? You're also talking about you know the possibility of amputated limbs being you turned into energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was on the list. Yeah. Well, pretty. Kind of gross no matter how you look at it. We'll see what the commission comes up with there, and we'll give you an update on that one. Now the electric bill is going to cost you an arm and a leg. Boom. Goes the dynamite. It's back, Steve and Dave. 745. Coming up next, and now hear this. James Corden is disgusting. We'll play a clip from his show from last night and see if you agree next on Rock 102. Hi. Springfield's Classic Rock at 752 and a classic from the cards. But back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going uh, to be muggy today with a high of 81. Tomorrow it's going to be hot and muggy with a high of 99. <clears throat> Yay. It's 53 in downtown Springfield. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, are we ready to go now? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, all right, here we go. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one. Steve referred to it in a Hollywood trash earlier. Adam Sandler slamming show business during his commencement speech at NYU, which is a school that caters to showbiz kids and their parents. Parents, listen to me. You guys really messed up. (laughs) You might be supporting these kids for a very long time. They are not leaving the nest anytime soon. This is a tough business they chose, but there's still time to talk them out of it. I'm trying to talk my kids out of showbiz, and they know Adam Sandler. I cut out the bleep part there where he said his kids know effing Adam Sandler. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm right. Instead of getting us in trouble with the FCC, I'd... You know, when Barbara Bush spoke at my college graduation, yeah. she dropped like 15 F-bombs in a row. Really? Oh, yes. You have that on uh, tape? 
No, I didn't, you, I didn't have any uh, equipment at the time. <laughs> uh, do you remember your commencement speaker? Yes. Who yeah. was it? It's the guy that, uh, you know, you're going to test my memory, the guy. It's the guy that wrote the, the, the book about the Portland Trailblazers and also, I think, All Creatures Great and Small. Uh, Ernest Hemingway. No. John Steinbeck. No. Herman March Melville. Line. No, you. but <laughs> I was an English major, and I really appreciate the effort. J.D. Right. Salinger. No. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Uh, who was yours? Barbara Bush. <clears throat> Barbara Bush? Yeah, that's what I just said. And Barbara Bush. You, Barbara Bush? Yeah. The Barbara Bush. Did you just say that? I did. I did. Yes. I did. You did. You did. I did. I did. Who said that? I did. I said that. All right, enough out of you. And how about yours, Steve? <laughs> what? Uh, mine was, uh, all right, this is uh, this was pretty funny. It was uh, not uh, the, the Bulger guy. Not, not Whitey. Not Whitey. Billy. Billy, Billy Bulger was the commencement. I didn't get to go to graduation because I had to have my appendix taken out. I missed my college graduation. Really? Yeah, I would have rather heard from Whitey Boulder. That would have been a better story. I thought I was, uh, I thought I was suffering stomach pains from the massive amounts of Captain Morgan that I consumed that week. But, but apparently, it was, not. it was my appendix that was about to rupture. God, can you imagine being so drunk your appendix bursts? That's drunk. Yeah, that's very drunk. It didn't burst though. I, I wound up making it to the hospital, but uh, I never got to see Billy. But you know what they did in the school paper when they announced. Uh, on April, it was the April first edition of the uh, Westfield State Paper. Right, they said that Billy Bulger was or uh, Whitey Bulger was going to be the speaker, and yeah, they had his mugshot. Yeah yeah, 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 boy, that would have been great. Clip number, where are you? Two, yeah, two. two. Uh, Seth Myers with a news item on his show last night. Health officials in Massachusetts announced yesterday that they have identified the first case of monkeypox in the country. But don't worry, it can be easily cured with. Uh, Oh, baby formula. Damn it. Yeah, More right. people have just heard that clip on from Seth Meyers now than they did last night when it ran live. That's yeah, those right. six people uh, were trying to tell everybody they could about that clip. Yeah. Um, monkey pox, isn't that what uh, Charlotte Nash got? <laughs> God. Yes, I think she did. You feel good I had about to yourself. be the one to say it. I know. You're the one that came up with it. I, I had to be the was, one to say it. In all, in all yeah. fairness, it was my joke, and yeah. I did tell it yeah. on the air, uh, off the air, never thinking that I would ever see the light of day. Comedy so. isn't pretty, just like Charlotte Nash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the trifecta here of late night comedians James Corden on his show discussing an odd habit with his staff. Check this out. I eat the entire apple. So do I. You do? So do I. Yes. I eat the whole thing. It's all apple. I take the stalk and I eat the whole thing. Seeds and everything. What's wrong with him? That is... <laughs> I, yeah, well, I mean, who eats the core? I don't eat the core. It's gross. He does. I think I did when I was a kid did just you? to see what it tasted like, and I was like... You know, gagging up on all the seeds and yeah. the, and the seed hard covering. skin thing yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You don't eat the core. What is wrong with James Corden? I once saw a guy eat a tomato like it was an apple. You ever see people do that? Yes, yeah, I, I have seen, seen that. that. It was very odd to me. I shake it a little was... salt on there. Yeah, I got I got I got to slice a tomato. I can't just eat it like a like an apple. No, it, I couldn't either. It was a it was a long haul truck driver mm-hmm. who like came into the rail yard and uh, he was just standing there waiting <laughs> for me to take his uh, paperwork. And he's standing there, he's eating, just like biting into this tomato, like like. And I'm like, is that a tomato? And he goes, Yes, yes, tomato, very good, very good. <laughs> tomato juice running <laughs> all down his chin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like little, thing seed, little yeah. seeds on his nipple and everything. Yeah, yeah it was awful. Ugh. <laughs> 
757 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, the 102-second sports. Jimbo Fisher is pissed at Nick Saban. We've got a clip for you straight ahead on Rock well, 102. Well, before we do, oh, right. uh, tonight is uh, the Mighty uh, <laughs> the Mighty Mayfest at, uh, at the Fort in downtown Springfield. I'll be there tapping the keg, mm. and we happen to have a four-pack of tickets, which you can use either tonight or tomorrow. It's totally up to you. Tenth caller right now, 293-1021, gets to go to Mayfest at the Student Prince. Excellent. It's 758 on Rock 102. Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be uh, muggy today with a high of 82, and then uh, it's going to get even hotter tomorrow with a high of 99. 99. You know, a great way to uh, cool down on a hot day like today would be to drink beer from a boot uh, at, uh, say, like uh, Mayfest at the Student Prince. I'll be there tonight. Can't wait. Always good to to tap the keg with a big rubber mallet, especially when it's going to be muggy tonight. That that beer will taste nice and cold going down your throat. Unforgettable yeah. fireplace tonight too. But and it's good. Uh, it's going to be a good night for live music. Absolutely, it's always a good night for live music. But unforgettable fires are great. You two uh, tribute man, real good. Well, it's a good night for live music if it's not like negative ten outside. No, no. Yeah. There's a there's a chance of rain, but I uh, I uh, I laugh in the face of rain in situations like this. Me too. <laughs> yeah, just like that. In fact, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a special deal going on next Friday. We're going to give away tickets to go see Paul McCartney at Fenway. Fan friendly fun Fenway Park. Yes, fan friendly Fenway wow. Park. There's that. And for those of you who don't know who Paul McCartney is, uh, he was in the Beatles. Hello. Yeah. Paul, uh, where would you like to go on one of your final tours? I'd like to go to the world's largest toilet, please. Fenway Park. Book it, Mickey. All right. You know what? It's a good thing that you and I are separated by at least five feet and a desk, because if I have to come over there and knock that kind of uh, language out of your big I'm fat mouth, saying, I will do it. I'm just saying. I will come. I, I, you know, when it's go time, I don't stop. It's go time. Oh, it's go time. It's not a toilet. It is a historical, breathtaking landmark. It's an icon. It's an institution. And what better way is there to see yeah. uh, the, the cute one, the, the cute beetle, than stuck behind a steel girder out there on the third baseline <laughs> of Fenway Park? I ask you. Mm. Um, w- uh, the contest. What, what are we going to do with that? So, with this? <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure out. So, you see, since Paul McCartney is famous... Mm-hmm. We're going to put a bunch of other famous guys named Paul or girls named Paul in a bunch of clips that we're going to run for the next week or so. Yeah. Then next Friday, a week from today, we're going to open up the phones. We're going to say, all right, now's the time for you to win the McCartney tickets. First correct caller who gives us all five of the famous Pauls that we play during the week wins the tickets to go see the famous Paul. What about uh, the pot pie lady? Uh, Mrs. Paul? Yeah, Mrs. Paul. Is that uh, that's Mrs. Calendar? You're thinking, Mrs. Paul? Didn't she uh, do the fish sticks? Oh, yes. fish sticks! Right. Yeah, right. She had a lot yeah. of fish sticks. Right. I, th- I thought it was the uh, the woman who did the southern cooking who was busted for racism a couple no, of times. No, that's uh, that's uh, Paula Dean. Oh, okay. You're you're thinking of uh, the uh, the young lady that had sex with uh, with Bill Clinton? No, that, that's that's. <laughs> Paula Jones. Paula Jones. Uh, thanks for uh, bringing that up, Dave, about yeah. Paula Dean. Yes. I went and ate at Paula Dean's restaurant about four years ago. Yeah. Yes. Down in uh, in downtown Savannah. I think it was called... Uh, Here's a lot of butter on a plate. Lady and <laughs> Sons restaurant. Yeah. Right? And I was so excited to mm-hmm. go, man, that Paula Dean, uh, 
as racist as she may be, yeah, uh, still cooks up one hell of a buttery, uh, mm-hmm. everything fried in deep butter, Listen, y'all. Even even, even yeah. a racist can yeah. be a great cook. So it was good, huh? That's what no, you're saying. Oh. No, oh. it was the worst. Really? It wasn't even good at all. Did you order extra res- racism at uh, that dish? No, I uh, <laughs> no, I ordered the Ku Klux Clams. Uh, <laughs> 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 but they had this buffet. It was like a buffet so you could sample all of Paula's like great you know cuisine <laughs> do you have to eat the Ku Klux Klan's with a with a hood on by the no, way or no? no 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 you roast them it's okay. uh anyway it's god. it's <laughs> oh my god you put anyway. them on your table and you okay yeah okay yeah. anyway yeah. What, yeah. Did you, what did you have on the bu- on the buffet I had, it was like it was like fried chicken you know it was all the mm-hmm. different thing all the southern uh, signature southern dishes that Paula Dean would cook right and it was like all dried out mm. it wasn't good at all and I was like Paula Paula so you she's know, not I, only a racist she's a bad cook too well, yeah. no, I, I've heard that before. I'm trying to remember if, if, uh, if it was my father and his uh, my stepmom who went. I think I think it was them that they went to one of her restaurants too, and they said we were really excited to go because you know, yeah. in spite of the racism, it all looked so delicious on television, mm-hmm. and they were disappointed. It was yeah. like it was not that great. It was actually. Kind of, uh, they walked away very disappointed. Mm. I think the problem lies within, like, like Emerald's Restaurant. You know, it, any of those ones that have the name behind it, it's clearly not the person cooking. Like, Paula Dean's not in the kitchen in the back cooking up the stuff. Yeah. It's instructional it, it, because they become chain restaurants. Well, so now it's like an, an instructional. But, instructional. But then they got to hire somebody really good to to do that restaurant. Like yeah. I did go to Emerald's Restaurant uh, Nola in New yeah. Orleans. It was great. I so, went to I went to his place in Las Vegas. Yeah. And it was pretty damn good. Yeah. So, so he's hired he's hired good people at those restaurants. But it's just like any other restaurant. It's the management. Yes. It's, it's how you run the place. And sure. if you're not following it recipe for recipe, you get crappy Paula Dean food <laughs> made by. Uh, Made my bill. Hey, yeah, I just uh, just scraped off some armpit sweat onto this fried chicken. Here you go, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a couple of years ago, I told you that uh, that Sandy D'Amato, yeah. um, is a, who is one of the like one of the top twenty chefs in America, mm-hmm. has uh, this place up in Hatfield, Goodstock mm-hmm. Farm, and, and you can go and he'll teach you how to cook, you know, certain meals. Wonderful guy. He and his wife are very very nice. Well, he had a restaurant. In, in uh, Milwaukee, back when I was living there, and it was a five star restaurant. This, this was like the real deal. I could never afford to go to this place. Mm-hmm. And we were over there one night, and, and I asked her, "Say, how come you, you? I mean, you're such a great cook. How, how come you, you know, never went on the Food Network and became a celebrity chef?" And he looked at me like, "Because I'd rather be a great chef." Oh, you see, there you go. So yep. what he's basically saying is, all of these television chefs are on television not because they're great chefs. Mm-hmm. But they test well in front of a camera. Yeah, they look great doing it. I mean, and you know, listen, Guy Fieri is not going to be one of the greatest chefs of all time. But he'll drive a car to a dump that you can eat the you know a, a sloppy plate of whatever it may be, yeah. and he'll say, "Oh man, this is fantastic!" And then he'll go to the next place in his car and eat another sloppy dumpy meal. Yeah. But a guy like Sandy Damato, when you're talking about a guy who can actually cook, you know, meals for like he cooked meals for uh, uh what's her name? Julia Child, you know, the the Dalai Lama, presidents. I mean, he the guy is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of guy you go and say, all right, this is the 
this is the real deal. But yeah. if Bobby Flay's place has uh, has got yeah. a few you know, you know people calling out that night, it ain't going to be a good experience for yeah. you. Or maybe uh, a restaurant owned by Paul Prudhomme. Isn't he a famous chef too, Paul he Prudhomme? Was, but I think he's dead. Oh. Well, never mind him. But he I still. Used to, I used to love his show because yeah. he was so overweight and and morbidly obese that he had to sit down to cook. He's like a Dom DeLuise looking guy, kind of. Well, actually, yeah. depending on what part of the country you're from, Dom DeLuise is a Paul Prudhomme looking kind of guy. Sure, uh, Paul Prudhomme could be one of the famous Pauls. We could be playing. We could be playing Paula Jones. You mentioned her. We could play Paula Dean. We could do the guy who was famous for me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Paul Simon. We could do him what too. About the center square, Paul in. Paul, Paul Lind, yes. Yeah. Could be any of those Pauls. Again, we're going to have five of them during the course of the next week. Would, when we open up the phones next Friday, be prepared to give us all five of the famous Pauls that would. you hear, and then you could win the Paul McCartney tickets. What about Paul Revere and the Raiders? Yes. Oh, yeah. Kicks mm-hmm. just keep getting harder to find. Who did, uh, was that the, did you che- Cherokee people? Was that Yes. Him? Ooh, that's a good no, one, No, that was, wait, you're no, right. That was Paul Revere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was yeah. Paul Revere. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. one of his later hits. Yes. Because there were so many to choose from. Yeah, his music catalog is uh, is vast. Oh yeah, no, I celebrate the entire catalog. Enigmatic. Mm-hmm. Good. Paul, right. Yes, right. Could do it. Could do Paul Anka for that matter. If you do, if we don't do Paul Anka, there's going to be a problem. Okay. Oh, uh, having my baby. Yeah. Oh my God, such mm-hmm. a beautiful. Sound like Diana. I think that's a good song. That's a good song too. Yeah. It's uh, eight twenty-two. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. The Rock One Hundred Two Golf. The brilliant lyrics of the romantics on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Uh, hey, listen, if you uh, missed any any show this week on back Steve and Dave, you can always check them out on uh, rock102.com. The daily podcast goes up just before the show ends at 10. Uh, you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. This week, Baxi's, Baxi's musical podcast, my guest, Bob Mould of the band Husker Du. He's going to be at the Hawks and Reed Performing Arts Center this Sunday night. Uh, the 22nd. It's going to be a hell of a show, and uh, he'll talk about that and all the things he's uh, got going on uh, during uh, the podcast interview that uh, will that's up now. And on Sunday uh, night, actually Monday morning at midnight, I'll be talking to uh, R. Stevie Moore, the godfather of home recording. as the guy who has recorded more than 400 double albums. They're all fantastic, and uh, he's he's like a one of a kind one of a kind musical genius. Different formats of music too, like this guy. Or no? Very varied, uh, <laughs> wide array of music, of uh, you know cover songs, mostly originals. Guys, guys, phenomenal. And uh, his dad was the bass player for Elvis and oh. uh, and. Uh, Roy Orbison wow. and Sinatra and Johnny Cash. Damn. Yeah, it, it's a really interesting interview, and it, that'll be up uh, Monday morning at uh, at midnight on rock102.com. R. Stevie Moore. And by the way, I also posted a, uh, a Spotify playlist of some of his uh, better songs, and that's available on the, uh, the Fun Bag Facebook page on Facebook. Giddy up. There you have it. We got news coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Low clouds and fog this morning giving way to sunshine. High temperatures today top off around 80 degrees. A nice day overall, just a few clouds mix in this afternoon. As we head into the evening, a warm front will approach with a shower or downpour. Then leftover clouds tonight, temperatures near 60. For tomorrow, we'll have mostly sunny skies. It's hot and humid. Highs in the mid-90s feel like temperatures 
right around 100 degrees. And then for tomorrow night, warm and muggy temperatures in the 60s. For Sunday, hazy, hot and humid temperatures back into the mid-90s, still feeling like it's around 100. A cold front will bring showers and thunderstorms in the evening, and then much cooler and drier starting Monday. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Stan Brown. Steve, they say that men don't understand women. Well, they are a little hard to figure out, don't you think? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think women, like men, are just people. I mean, they're all a little different. Like you and me. We're different. No, Steve, we're guys. We're all the same. Right. We're all trying to understand women. I mean, guys aren't so great at articulating you know, how they feel. I think that's why, ju- why there's jewelry. You know, the natural beauty of diamonds and gold and silver and whatnot. Women love wearing it, and it looks beautiful on them. It does. And when you give a woman a piece of jewelry, she knows what you're saying. Well, the word on Gabrielle and company's new spring collection just happens to be romantic. They happen to have the entire spring collection at Anoush in Hadley. Which uh, just moved into a new store. And it happens to have a little grand opening this Saturday, which would be tomorrow. This Saturday? Yes, that is tomorrow. All day. Stop in for a glass of champagne. See the Gabrielle and Company Spring Collection at the new Hanoush store in Hadley. Pioneer Valley Arms in East Longmeadow is your one-stop shop for all your firearm and personal defense needs, including mass LTC courses and Connecticut pistol permit classes. Pioneer Valley Arms, Shaker Road in East Longmeadow, and PioneerValleyArms.com. Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chicopee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com. The temperature is heating up, and so is the sportsbook action at Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook and the Connecticut Lottery. A packed sports calendar to place daily bets on baseball, golf, tennis, pro basketball, hockey, and so much more. Whether you bet money line, player props, point spread, or parlays, we have them all. Bet on the app or visit our nearby locations throughout Connecticut. Bet like a winner at PlaySugarHouse.com. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Welcome back to camping season with huge savings at all campers in RV New England locations during their pre-Memorial Day sale, May 18th to 29th. They're slashing thousands off MSRP on all in-stock RVs from the industry's top brands and hottest floor plans. So don't wait. Hurry into campers in RV and save. 832 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. A big weekend in Western Mass with all sorts of activities, like the one Bax is going to be at tonight. And then, of course, you've got Springfield Thunderbirds playoff hockey Sunday at the Mass Mutual Center. Still your chance to win tickets to that coming up in just a bit. And the big heat wave that we're expecting today, not so much. Highs in the low 80s, but tomorrow and Sunday, highs in the mid to high 90s are expected. You could always buy yourself the new Sumbrella from Gucci and Adidas. $1,300. This particular umbrella, not even waterproof. It's meant for sun protection and decorative use. $1,300 for an umbrella. Now, why would anyone buy that when you can get something like cheap from like the, uh, I don't know, uh, say the dollar store? You'd think, right? You can go to Gucci.com right now, but don't expect to buy it. It doesn't go on sale till next month, and you got to join a wait list to buy the $1,300 Gucci Adidas umbrella. I'll be waiting a long time before I'm going to spend that uh, part with that kind of money. Costco's got Tommy Bahamas for 15 bucks. <laughs> Do they work? Sure. Yeah, they're just as like good as any other umbrella. All right. 
On to the more serious news. Four people arrested on drug and gun charges following a shooting that damaged at least two homes and two vehicles earlier this week. Four guys in custody, one of them smiling ear to ear in his mugshot. 26-year-old Derek Ramos Sanchez of Springfield, Marco Gonzalez Ortiz, who's 21 and out of Chicopee, and also Joel Perez and Gian Carlos Cosme both out of Springfield, all charged with trafficking and heroin, conspiracy to violate drug laws, gun charges, firearms, all sorts of other stuff as well. And again, you can check out the mugshots at MassLive.com. Very interesting. Meantime, there was a fugitive on the lam in Greenfield, but apparently that fugitive has been captured. Wouldn't be uh, the first time a fugitive was on a lamb up in Greenfield, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you usually got to separate them with a yeah, crowbar. You know what right, I'm talking baby. about. You know yeah. saying, uh, saying? They get stuck together if you leave them too long. You got video of that, too, or not? Maybe. This was an animal that was on the lamb. A police canine named Nico. Apparently, Nico escaped from his enclosure. He scaled a pair of six-foot fences and escaped his kennel, sparking a large-scale search. That's... <laughs> So much for so much for the enclosure. Yeah, right? like <laughs> well, that's that's an athletic and smart German shepherd, right? Yeah, here, well, right? dogs are much smarter than some humans. Mm-hmm. Apparently, police believing, especially in Greenfield. That's yeah. right. Police believing that Nico was just missing his handler, who was away on vacation, mm-hmm. and so he ran away, trying to go find his handler. Well, you know, some dogs do suffer from great separation anxiety, mm-hmm. and they go ballistic. Like if yeah. a dog winds up. Uh, uh, you know, trash in the house because you're not doing. You know, while you're not there, right. it's not because he's trying to be a troublemaker. It's because he misses you. He's looking for you. Well, the handler had like just the other day. My my dog yeah. uh, peed on the carpet. Uh huh. Now I don't like a, a wet carpet like anybody else mm-hmm. would, but you know the reason he did it was because he probably missed us. Oh, that's why. Or he really had to pee. Well, right. That's why he missed us because we didn't have. There was nobody was there to open the door. Maybe that's why my friend Winky once took a leak on the carpet on a golf trip to Maine that we take every year. And I roomed with him, and I heard the sound of what I thought was rain waking me up in the middle of the night. And I realized, wait a minute, there wasn't rain in the forecast here in Maine. It was supposed to be great all week. And then I saw Pete taking a leak <clears throat> on the carpet right between right. the two beds. It's one thing to have a friend that pees mm-hmm. in the carpet. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to have a friend named Winky. Yes. I thought you'd appreciate hey, that. Uh, not to you know bring up uh, old memories, but uh, my old man peed in the dishwasher. Really? Yeah. Which cycle? Uh, it wasn't on. He, uh, my brother and I, the room was, uh, the kitchen was separated by this doorway where, where you'd have to actually physically open a door to get into the kitchen. It was mm-hmm. kind of like a like a sunroom type right. of deal, right? right. And uh, my brother and I was like late on a Friday night one night. Uh, I'm probably fourteen years old or so. And uh, my brother and I are watching TV, and uh, we just hear my dad get up and then uh, make his way maybe to the bathroom, but then he was in the kitchen, so we're like, maybe he's making a pot of coffee. He would do weird stuff like mm-hmm, that. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, we hear this thump, which was the door of the dishwasher go down. Right. Yes. And then- The golden the, shower the sound. The golden shower sound. <laughs> yes. Right. And uh, then my brother opens the door and sees my dad just pissing in the dishwasher. And my brother's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the goddamn bathroom. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> About like that, probably. Close the door! Uh, uh, Dad, this is a common area. This isn't the bathroom. And then... Uh, no wonder he has a hard time flushing it. My brother eventually... He put... 
<laughs> he put soap in, like he squirted soap in there and yep. then closed it with his foot and then started it. Yeah. And then I threw all the dishes away after it was done. Well, there was just, it was just, and I know right. that the argument is they're yep. clean. How many other things did you touch? The high have, temperature would have gotten yeah. rid of all of the, uh, right. yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just the idea yeah. that somebody urinated on your Tom and Jerry cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those we used to use those Welch's jelly jars with sure. the Tom and Jerry cartoons yep. on them, and then uh, use them as glasses and uh, ruined the whole collection. Ruined. Did uh, did your dad was he aware of what he was doing? He was not aware. He like, was uh, he was basically drunk walking. You that, know uh, that it, that's a real thing. It's a real. You were just said your friend was peeing on the carpet in the. Fl- and it I was happens. Gonna, I was going to say Winky had no clue. Yeah. I, he woke up the next morning. I kind of pulled him aside. I said, "Hey, do you realize?" What? He goes, "No. What are you talking about?" He had no idea. Yeah. No freaking idea. Winky. I, Winky. I, I have to get a new dishwasher. You do? Mine broke. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work anymore. Why? Because you broke up with you? No. No. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I see. I see. That's yes. what I just said. Hey, wow. The one of the old house died, so, you know. <laughs> God. This one still has a little bit of electricity left to it. It just doesn't work. Uh, yes. Uh, so I, I I don't know why I deserve any hate mail or e-messages. You guys deserve all the hate mail. What? What are you talking about? We're like old pals. You know, busting each other's chops. Hey, listen. My my dead wife would have appreciated that joke. Mm-hmm. Very much <laughs> Actually, so. She Actually, she probably would have made the joke. Uh, anyway, but th- that was, uh, yeah, and I got to get a new dishwasher. And I'm like, come on. It's just like another thing I gotta go buy now. Yeah, I know. And it, like, I know it's like it's a first world problem, mm-hmm. and it's not something I need. But oh, what the hell am I going to put in the place if I take the dishwasher out? You know, yeah, well, so I gotta go buy another one. You gotta get one. So well, I, I, at least I know a guy that's gonna help me do that to put it in. But because, have you, but you haven't picked one out yet. No, I got to go pick one up tomorrow, I guess. I don't know. And by by put it in, you mean the dishwasher. Yes. Just clarifying. Yes. So this whole thing started, by the way, talking about Nico, the German Shepherd police canine from Greenfield that escaped. Apparently, there was a happy ending to this story. Not the kind of happy ending you guys are probably thinking about, but... My God, what is this? Hey Steve, get a little. Get a little yeah, right. Nico was dis- was found, right? The Nico, dog. Nico was found. We yeah, don't have good. to worry about the hands. And then he was. Uh, they they took his nose and they rubbed it in the uh, the gate. Don't you ever do this again? Bad, bad Nico. Nico, bad. There's a critical baby formula shortage going on here and elsewhere across the country. And Western Mass News did a story about it, and they talked to Doctor Charlotte Boney who's the pediatrician-in-chief of Bay State Children's Hospital, because Dr. Boney says some parents are turning to goat's milk to replace instead of the formula that can't be found. Goat's milk is great for baby goats. It is not great for baby humans. And? I don't know where people have gotten this idea of goat's milk, but it's bad. It's, 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 it's not good. Not only will your baby not get the nutrients they need, you may make your baby sick. Dr. Charlotte Boney talking to Western Mass News. All right. All right. With the baby formula shortage raging, many parents are looking for alternatives. One common trend is the goat's milk, but it's not a healthy substitute if you listen to Dr. Boney. There are also almond milk and soy milk, probably not going to do the job. By the way, the only Western Mass Farm licensed to sell goat milk is in Orange, and it's the Little White Goat Dairy Farm. All right. Well, there you go. 
Phones are ringing. 239-1021. Rock 102. Good morning, Beck, Steve, Dave. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I got some, you know, that doctor yesterday that said, don't smoke bad for children. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not right because after three months, I couldn't take fresh milk anymore. And I was raised on goat milk for about two years, so. Now, you didn't have to go right from the teat, did you? Because that'd be gross. <laughs> well, I could have, but I chose not to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, well. you know, Steve, I heard goat smoke can make you paralyzed. You're a bastard. You know that? <laughs> wow. Wow. He, laughed. Wow. See, he laughed at that. <laughs> he knows. He knows it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, one more thing. I made Drink you genuinely. I really like the fact that I just made you genuinely laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, one, one more true fact about being raised in goat smoke is I never catch poison ivy. Because goats eat poison ivy, so when you drink goat's milk, you become immune to poison ivy. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Uh, the, the, the more you know. That's another actual true fact. Well, thank you very hey, much, Steve. Steve. Put that on a Dixie cup. That's pretty cool. You know, it's really funny. Mm. He's not only laughing at your joke, mm-hmm. but you can hear his mom laughing too. Yeah, like, yeah she, she's got a yeah. great sense yeah, of humor. She also. heard it too. Yeah, that's she was hysterical. like, "Yeah, that's right. That's great. Yeah, that's what we're here for, I guess." <laughs> got to hey. wheel him over to the radio every morning. <laughs> God. <laughs> Stop it. He's a... Listen. Yes. No, I know. Listen, I he's know. a good he's a, guy. He's a wonderful guy. We, yes. have, we have a great rapport. <clears throat> he can take a joke. He gets it. Yes. He's a very humble man, <laughs> and, I, and I look up to him. He's, he, a, he's he very wants, much of a hero. He wants to be included in the he fun. He does, and of course it's the fun. He yeah. can make fun of us for any damn thing he wants to. I don't care what he does. True that. 843 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Petunias like to be near the front door. The basil and thyme go on the windowsill. The tomato. 8.52 and Soundgarden on Rock 102. Chris Cornell. Wow. Amazing. We're going to have hot weather this weekend. Today, (laughs) highs in the low 80s, then mid to high 90s tomorrow and Sunday. Ovaltine. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Weekends. Pleasurable. (laughs) Verbs. Needless. (laughs) Listen, we're all getting along here right now, so let's just, uh, let's, come on now. Everything is good. Hey, this is, can I do a quick one here? Yeah. Uh, Road construction project in Rochester, Minnesota, going to take longer than expected after a vehicle plowed through the newly poured concrete. Oh, my God. Happened just north of downtown Rochester, Minnesota. Police say the woman behind the wheel was driving erratically and was using a bullhorn to yell at people out the window of the car. So the officer tried pulling the 53-year-old over, but she tried to get away and drove right through the fresh concrete. This is George Costanza. I fear no reprisals. (laughs) Sit on it and rotate. (laughs) My my favorite concrete uh, uh, scene in a movie was when uh, Ken... Runs over Otto in Fish Called Wanda at the end of the movie. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Never saw that movie. You never saw that? No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go with more (laughs) the Looney Tunes. Uh, I was going to ask if there was like a... Like a large uh, Italian man with a very stereotypical accent as the uh, as the the animal goes through the concrete. Go, nah, why are you doing the little mind of the concrete? 
You're the man of a thousand voices. I am. Uh, yeah. She, by the way, the woman was taken to a hospital for a mental evaluation. Really? What, yes. what, 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 what brought what, that what on? in? I know. What was the big clue? You know, Chief, I think we might have to send her to the mental hospital. Hmm, that's a good one, Bob. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Hey, uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds are uh, about to take on the Charlotte Checkers in the uh, in the playoffs. In fact, uh, we have tickets to uh, this Sunday's game. Now, here's the thing. One winner this week is going to be chosen at random for the grand prize winner. That'll be chosen later on today. We're going to give away the four-pack of tickets right now to 10th caller at 293-1021. You'll also qualify for the upgrade, which is one lucky person wins two hats, two koozies, two shirts, two bracelets, two stickers, a Thunderbird bobblehead, four center ice tickets, and four hot dog and soda vouchers. Again, uh, that will be determined later on today, and the winner will be contacted by one of our hardworking office staff members. But for right now, 10th caller at 293-1021, you get to go to see the, uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds take on Charlotte on Sunday in the playoffs. Good luck.